Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother makes fun of a disabled child. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. So, my partner and I went out to eat at an Italian restaurant over the weekend. It was going great, except that we were seated right by the door, so whenever someone came in, the cold breeze would hit you. This is just important so you know that we're the closest table to the door. Anyways, our pizza came and we tucked in. They came uncut, so I was using a knife and fork to cut the slices. Suddenly, there's a cool breeze, and then a child is next to me. Without saying a word, he sticks his grubby hands onto my plate and takes a slice of my pizza. The kid was about 12 to 13 years old. I had no clue what to do except to say, what do you think you're doing? My mom said that I'm allowed. Suddenly, a cold breeze hits us again as the door opens. Jonathan, what's going on? Did you get your pizza? I turned in my seat to face the woman, thinking the child must have just been confused and thought the pizza that I was eating was his or something. I told the woman something like, Sorry, your kid just stuck his hands in my pizza and took a slice. I expected her to apologize or be super embarrassed or something, but nope. She just said, Yeah, he's a child. He likes pizza. It's manners to share. I was floored. Like, what? So I said, he can't just grab food from other people or walk into a restaurant and steal food. What he did is stealing food. She was livid and said, it's not stealing, it's sharing. At this stage, she was pretty close to yelling. A waiter came over and asked them if they would like a table for two, but she doubled down. No, this man called my son a thief. All he wanted was some pizza, and now he's upset. Cue the child crying. Oh, also, neither of them were wearing a mask. The waiter said, if you aren't dining with us, then you're going to have to leave. And she loses it. She started screaming about discrimination against unvaccinated people. She did eventually leave, and both my partner and I got our pizzas remade and a bottle of house wine for free. So, I know this wasn't very exciting, but imagine the parenting that's going on if a mother is sending her child into restaurants to eat off of other people's plates. I feel I should also add that while they could have been starving, they were reasonably well-dressed, so it didn't cross my mind at the time. OP, you should have dug into the woman's purse, pulled out her wallet, grabbed some cash, and said, Thank you so much for the cash. It's manners to share. Our next Reddit post is from Silly Stage Cat. So, some backstory. My younger sister has cerebral palsy. It doesn't affect her mind in the slightest, but it does make it hard for her to speak. And she has to be confined to a wheelchair unless she's being carried by someone. Because cerebral palsy is a neuromuscular condition, it means that she has to be carried by someone strong enough to cope with her erratic and involuntary movements. As a result, I had to go with her instead of a staff member or friend. Because of all these years of carrying my sister, I'm actually pretty strong. I was also a naturally curvy 14-year-old girl at the time. The cast of this story is Karen, her two entitled kids, my sister Joy, her friend Amy, my grandparent, and a server lady. So, I believe this incident occurred about a year and a half ago when my sister was nine. We were at a local soft play center with my sister's BFF and my grandparents celebrating my sister's birthday. Like any nine-year-old, she was always so excited at the chance to play in the soft play. Even more so because they're often not even vaguely accessible and they refuse to make exceptions for me to go into, which I do understand, but I wish that it was different. And for those of you who don't know, a soft play is basically a huge indoor play area with things like slides and ball pits. 
On this occasion, however, we did our research, called ahead, and found a lovely place that was happy to let me go in with Joy and Amy. Amy, by the way, is the sweetest girl that I've ever met, and she's happy to make sacrifices for Joy to have a good time. Even though we always let her know that she doesn't have to, and Amy was perfectly fine with me coming in with them. We've been in the soft play area for about 15 minutes when Amy and Joy got thirsty. So I lifted Joy out of the ball pit, and we headed over to the cafe area to grab some juice. We were about halfway back to the soft play area. I was carrying Joy, and Amy was walking next to us chatting with her, and that's when we heard it. This is a slightly abbreviated version of the conversation that followed. The server lady said, I'm very sorry, ma'am, but your children are above the height limit for this soft play. Why? We came here to play. I have work to do. It'll keep them occupied. I know, but they're a danger to the other children playing here, and our age limit is 10 years. Aha! My second child is 10. Maybe so, but he still exceeds the height limit at this establishment. I'm sorry, but we're not going to let you in. Me and the kiddos were still headed towards the soft play when I felt a tap on my shoulder. By this point, the staff had changed over, and obviously the lady who let us in had forgotten to tell the people on the next shift about me and Joy. The server lady said, I'm sorry, but you're too tall to go in. I explained the situation and gestured to my visibly disabled sister. Oh, okay, clearly my coworker forgot to mention that. No problem, have a nice day, and she walked off. Then Karen walked over to me and pointed accusingly at me. You're too old to go in. I know, but my sister here needs me to go in with her because she can't walk and her wheelchair won't fit. Well, she shouldn't be here then. If she can't go around on her own, then she shouldn't go in at all. Well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. Then Karen's older kid said to Joy, Our words can't go in. Sorry. What did you just call her? At this point, the server rushes over frantic. Oh, is there a problem? This boy just called my sister an R-word. Well, he was very upset about this exception to the rule. If this girl can go in, then why can't he? Is his younger sibling physically disabled? No, he's fine. And besides, this girl is more likely to hurt the little kids than my boys. How so? Well, not to be rude, but just look at her. And then she gestures me up and down. The server, who was unimpressed, said, I'm looking. Well, she's not exactly lightweight, is she? First off, she's not even fat. Second, your son called her sister an inexcusable name. Third, my daughter has cerebral palsy and it's purely physical. This girl understands everything you're saying about her and her sister. Joy says, I do. Karen looks a little shocked at this. Look at that girl. She's drooling everywhere. You can't possibly think that's hygienic. It's no more unhygienic than letting a baby in. And then she says to Joy, no offense meant. Joy says, none taken. Whatever. I hope you know that this rule-bending establishment will not be getting any more of our business. Karen turned tail and stomped out. We never saw her again, thank God. The server lady apologized and gave us all a free slush puppy, which made the girls extremely happy. I'm happy to say that Joy and Amy had a wonderful rest of the day, and so did I. I wish I could say that Karen was arrested or that it didn't hurt Joy's feelings at the time, but she wasn't, and it did. Such is life. So I'm looking down through the comments, and people keep abbreviating cerebral palsy to talk about it as CP, and on the internet, 
Typically, that acronym means something very, very different. And reading these posts with that in mind (laughs) is really weird. I know a guy with CP, and he's totally normal. Honestly, he's nicer than other people. He just walks a bit funny. Who cares about that, though? He's a human being and a lovely one at that. Today's episode is sponsored by Sunbasket. Because of COVID, I literally haven't gone to the grocery store in like two years. Obviously because I don't want COVID to kill me, but also because I do voice work, so I don't think my fans would really enjoy my content if I catch COVID and I have to record episodes like, Welcome to r slash pro revenge. That's why I love, love, love services like Sunbasket. Sunbasket is a meal delivery service that delivers healthy meals straight to your door. They offer organic produce, sustainable seafoods and meats, and best of all, it's honestly really tasty. The other thing I like about it is that they don't only send you meals to cook. Like, yeah, you'll have ingredients and instructions for how to cook a healthy meal, but they also give you snacks, and who doesn't like snacks? Look, I'm just going to read the names of some of these dishes so you can get an idea of what we're talking about. Pan-seared salmon tikka masala over rainbow quinoa. Honey balsamic glazed chicken with warm cabbage apple salad. Chipotle barbecue tofu salad with black beans and honey mustard vinaigrette. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $90 off and a free gift when you order. Go to sunbasket.com slash r slash and enter the promo code r slash at checkout. Our next Reddit post is from Oxfox. I'm a 19-year-old girl, and I'm a hostess at a large Mexican chain restaurant. I've hosted before at another restaurant, so I know what I'm doing and how to generally handle customers who are being rude. I have my fair share of entitlement stories. It's lunchtime on a Sunday. There's an NFL game on TV, and the TVs are only in the bar. We currently have a 15-30 to minute wait. The lobby is full, and so is the atrium. We've been asking people to wait either outside or in their cars, taking phone numbers to call people back. In walks entitled mother with her son. The son is probably no older than 16 years old, and he looks like he has mental issues. All goes well until I ask her for her phone number. Well, why do you need that? It's private information. Ma'am, it's very crowded in here. We need you to wait outside or in your car. The phone number is so that I can call you when a table opens up. Well, I'm parked in a handicap spot. I need my husband to help me back out. I nod, and before I get the number, she walks off to the bar. Her husband walks in, and the entitled mother flags him down, shoots me the smuggest look, and says, Take us off the list. We're sitting at the bar. Now, I live in a state where there are two places in a bar. The cocktail area, which is kid-friendly, and the actual bar, which is not kid-friendly. The entitled mother and her family are sitting in the bar, not the cocktail area. So, being petty, I get the bartender. I tell her, hey, see that lady over there? She was terribly rude, and her son is definitely underage. Could you card him? The bartender grins and says, oh yes, I can absolutely do that. A few minutes later, the entitled mother shrieks, he's disabled, you have to let him sit here with us. The bartender calmly tells her that there's cocktail seating for families with kids. But there's no room! Well, then you'll have to go to the hostess and get on the list. The entitled mother stomps over. It's been 15 minutes. Get me a table. I have the pleasure of smiling at her and saying in my most pleasant customer service voice, I'm sorry, ma'am, but since you asked to be removed, you're no longer on the list. It'll be a 30-minute wait. 
Can I get your name and phone number? The look of rage on her face fueled me all day as she stomped out, husband and son in tow. OP, that's r slash entitled parents with a heaping dose of r slash malicious compliance. Our next Reddit post is from Nightlight Midnight. Note, this happened when I was 8 years old. I was born with brain damage, and because of this, I have a lot of health problems. When I was 8, my health declined quickly, and the doctor didn't think that I would make it to the end of the year. The Make-A-Wish Foundation got in contact with my mom, and she told me about it. The rest of my dad's side of the family found out about it quickly, and they started to get excited about going to Disney. However, I wanted to meet the actor who played Draco from Harry Potter. I told my family that I didn't want to go to Disney because there was nothing for me to do there. I can't ride roller coasters because of my condition, and I don't like Disney princesses. But they just didn't care. I couldn't go a day without hearing, Your sisters always wanted to go to Disney World, and you're robbing them of it. You're her sister. You're supposed to love us. Or one of my favorites. You're gonna die anyway, so what does it matter? Let your sister have this. You're gonna be on your deathbed soon anyway, so no wonder why everyone hates you. It became too much, watching my mother cry holding me and feeling my other family hate me so much. So I told my mom that my wish should go to someone who can actually use it, my sister. My family made themselves the victims, and for a couple of years after they would say, We hate you, and we wish you would die. But then, after I became healthy and successful, they started to show love to me again, but I just ignored them, working on moving out and cutting contact with them, except for the family that I know actually loves me. <sighs> Man, when I come to r slash entitled parents, I expect stories of like, Of course my son isn't a bad person, he's perfect and adorable. And then, of course, every once in a while, I get stories of a literal dying child and their own family trying to sell them out so they can get a free vacation to some tropical island with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and it's just, it's depressing, man. Like, I have to read these stories because these stories are too insane to not read, but at the same time, it's like, oh, please, can we just not, as a society, like, sell out a dying eight-year-old so you can get a free vacation? Like, come on, dude. Our next Reddit post is from I don't F with you. So I don't even know where to begin. I finally had a day off yesterday to go see It Part 2. So I get home exhausted and my boyfriend surprises me with tickets to go see the movie. I'm ecstatic. I get to spend some time with him and I get a chance to finally see this long-awaited movie. Amazing. So we head out, get to the movie theater, buy our overpriced movie snacks and sit down. Typical movie experience. That is, until I heard something. Something that I shouldn't hear in an R-rated movie. The sound of a baby cooing. My first thought was, what the heck? There's no way. There's no way that someone was so incompetent that they would bring a baby to a movie that was bound to be super loud. I didn't want to believe it, but sure enough, my boyfriend pointed his finger at Entitled Mother's location. She had a toddler in her lap. At that moment, I knew that my night was ruined. We had already spent money on the tickets, and we'd bought treats with prices fit for Satan himself. We couldn't just leave. It was too late by this point. I just kept my mouth shut. I don't like kids, especially crying kids. But at that moment, the kid wasn't crying, so everything was good. Be that as it may, I just couldn't help but think what parent thought that it was a good idea to bring their kid to a movie like this. Out of all the movies to watch, why bring them to a movie with a scary clown in it, am I right? So the movie starts. 
everything's chill and I'm enjoying the movie. It's just me and my boo, with me whispering that I want him to dress up like Pennywise to play a little game of girls on top. But then, just as predicted, as soon as a loud scene builds up, the toddler starts crying. And it just goes on and on. From where I was sitting, the entitled mother was a few rows down. Not once did she make a move to leave the theater. I just stared at the back of her head in amazement. The last thing I wanted was to draw attention to myself and tell this woman to leave, so I just prayed that someone else would do it. It didn't take long, but I guess someone complained. An attendant came in, walked over to her, and I guess was talking to her about her baby. I knew right off the bat that this woman was crazy, not because she brought this kid to a movie, but because she stood up and screamed at the dude, I didn't have an effing babysitter. Lady, who cares? Certainly not me, a person who just spent over 10 bucks for some drink and popcorn. Everyone clapped when she finally left. It was so much better when the only screams I could hear were coming from the movie, not a baby. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.